Max, Lauren and Max. Is it just the two of you? Mm-hmm. Yep. How does it feel like having only one brother? Um, it feels pretty good because it's like all about us mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like all the girl stuff's all about me. All the boy stuff's all mm-hmm. about Max. It's very balanced. And that is nice. We can still be like selfish. Yeah, we can still be selfish little bitches. Mm-hmm. I know I have to fucking share everything. I mean, I don't now because I'm a grown up. But growing up, yeah, mm-hmm. sharing, sharing, sharing. It's like enough with the sharing. What's your birth order? Well, I have two older half sisters who are ten and twelve years older than me. And then I'm my mom's first child. And then I have two younger sisters and my brother is the youngest with five older sisters. So so I'm like, okay, so like I'm sort of the middle, but I I definitely function as the oldest. Like I'm, I'm bossy, you know, I yep. was a goody two shoes, like the hardest, you know, rules. I got, you know, no exceptions for me. I was expected to perform high from a very young age. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were. I thought you meant like I was expected to be high on drugs. <laughs> yeah, that was my when my parents had me. They were like, "By the way, you have to be high all the time." You have to be high on drugs. Always carrying an extra umbrella, waiting until fall to get a piercing. Swiping someone in on the subway. Shopping at Restaurant Depot. Tucking your heating pad in your pants. 40 water bottles for $4. Yes, please. Welcome to Crazy Hot, a podcast about what makes us all so so fucking hot. Hello. Hello. We're Crazy Hot. And so are you. I'm Eileen, and my Brazilian waxer absolutely will not get back to me, and it's getting down to the wire. <laughs> and I'm Lauren, and I'm engaged, bitch. Be for real. Bitch, be for real. Lauren, I'm engaged. engaged. I got engaged. Nick and I are engaged. She's literally engaged, and she mm-hmm. told me in the really in a really scary way, where like she was texting me all day, being like, "Can you Facetime? Can you Facetime? I need to tell you something. It's important." And I was at work and I was like, oh, my God, like, what is happening? Like, is something wrong? Is she OK? And then I called her and she told me she was pregnant, which was a lie. Thank God. No offense to anyone with mm-hmm. chillins. And then she said, bitch, I'm in gagged. Mm-hmm. That's right. I have to stop saying I'm in gagged. I am in gagged. But Nick and I are in gagged to each other. That's Yes. Yes. Nick and Lauren so, are in gagged and soon to be. Well, so currently finance which is mm-hmm. another word I like to say for fiance because they are very mm-hmm. similarly spelled. Okay. You know, it's funny. My friend just made made us mm-hmm. two shirts that say fiance on them. I love that. And my mom kept saying, you're financed. Who's financing you? You're financed. And I was like, there you go. Mother. Very easy mistake to make. Mm-hmm. You're engagged to um, your finance. Okay, so tell us everything. I even I have not even heard the story yet. So Lauren is going to be telling me for the first time on the board. Oh okay, tell me everything. I look like a baby owl. Yeah, right you now. look like an absolute. And I feel freak. like a baby owl. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been to Ulta today, folks. She's been putting products. Oh, on. I love Ulta. Love Ulta. I love Ulta. Can we get a better? There's one Ulta on the east side. No. We Ulta, if you're listening, reach out. We can we can 
start another branch out of my apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we actually can't because it would be too loud. Because it would be too loud for my stupid like, downstairs neighbor. Did you start an Ulta in your I mean, apartment? Like, yeah. it's so loud. Yeah, and Ulta hear, like, is the loudest parts. makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you drop a lip liner tray, that's like 300 pieces fall into the ground. It's going to sound like this. <laughs> okay, so tell us tell us what happened. Mm. How did it happen? Okay. Um, so, mm-hmm. you do not know this, but wait. Yes, you do, because I told you. Okay. Um, I told you and Felicia, our friend Felicia, friend of the pod, that in... We have been talking about getting engaged... For a while and I said it's really important to me that I'm involved in picking out the ring because I am very persnickety about mm-hmm. what cut it is. Uh, basically, I just didn't want it to be like a marquee cut because I think those diamonds suck. I don't know what a marquee um, cut is. If, Keep going. I'm going like to Google it. It's like the skinny diamond. It's really, oh, yeah. fuck really, a, really ugly. Dude, fuck a marquee cut. Mm-hmm. So glad you didn't get that. Um, that'd be a good rap song. Fuck a marquee cut. Drake, <gasps> that's for free. Drake, Lil Nas, Lil Nas X, mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. Take it. Um, oh yeah, I don't like that at all. Okay. No, they're horrible. Mm-hmm. And I knew I have big old hands. I have like bare hands, mm-hmm. and I knew that I wanted a big stone for my ring. So I said, I'm gonna like be involved in this. I'm gonna make sure that I'm not like asking somebody to buy me something insane mm-hmm. without finding like a really good place to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we found this da- diamond foundry that um, is lab grown. So they are diamonds. Mm-hmm. They're exactly the same as one you'd find in the ground, but they put them in these huge carbonic like pressurizers mm-hmm. and whatever comes out is the diamond you get. So they're, they're unique. They're not, you can't make one like to your specifications. Mm-hmm. So we were in industry city one day last winter, mm-hmm. this past winter. And I was checking their website over and over cause they list the stones, you know, as they are produced. Mm-hmm. And they're all different. And I saw this one and I was like, holy shit, like my whole body reacted. And we bought it that night. And then it got shipped to my mom's (gasps) house. And my mom works for the police department here and has for like 40 years. And she had some of the police officers like tracking the FedEx truck. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because she had to sign for the package and she didn't want it to like go back Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. the FedEx facility. Mm -hmm. So she's had that since April, and I have been on um, on guard, to say the least. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking every time there's something special happening, I'm like, this could be it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've been putting on mascara more than I usually do. Mm. That's been... why you always look amazing for our pod recordings. That's not why. Um, okay. It's because I <laughs> am a professional and I take this seriously. Okay, well. So on Monday, it was the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Monday, we decided to all go to Hudson together. My mom, my brother, his girlfriend, Nick, and I. We've done this before. We go on these day trips. And I thought, you know, maybe this is the day. We went to this really cool place in Hudson called The Warehouse, which is like a huge, like when I'm, it's like an arena, but it's all this crazy antique stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're walking around and then we're done. We go get a drink at Hudson Brewing Company, which is right next to it. And then we're about to go home and, and Max says, Oh, there's this place we went with with our uncle, who which is really beautiful. I want to show you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, like, none of this, nothing tipped me off. They were being very covert about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
I was a little late waking up. And usually someone will come in and be like, Lauren, we have to leave in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know. I can get ready in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but everyone was like pretty casual. Um, m- my brother's girlfriend, Carly, lost her wallet and realized like when we got to Hudson to have breakfast earlier that day and people were also like not filling in the details so much they were like oh she went to shop right right before and maybe it was in the cart maybe it flew off her car mm-hmm. like if she put it on the roof and i was i kind of thought that was a little strange that she was at shop right at like eight in the morning mm-hmm. you know why would you go grocery shopping like then um but i thought whatever she might m- woke up early and so we get to this vista mm-hmm. it's called harrier hill and it's beautiful and as a joke that I like to do when things are beautiful, I said, this is ugly as a joke because it's the most beautiful mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. And my brother started laughing uncontrollably because later I found out that, you know, he thought that was so funny that we arrived at mm-hmm. this. And oh, my gosh, our guest is here. Wait, don't keep her in the waiting room. Okay. Oh, this is an important story. Yeah. So we were kind of looking around. I go pee behind a tree, of course, mm-hmm. just living my authentic life. And then all of a sudden right before we leave and I, I know it's not happening today Nix takes out a bottle of ketchup from my mom's purse mm-hmm. and starts talking about how he'll always be there for me and our lives will always be full like the bottle of ketchup because I love ketchup and then he threw the ketchup down and, and like actually got into a good like probably felt like five minute um, proposal and I was weeping and my my mom and my brother and his girlfriend were all filming mm-hmm. and he got down on one knee and he was like, you know, it was important for me to make sure that I asked you, like, w- would you be mm-hmm. my wife? Will you marry me? I remember almost nothing of what he said because I was weeping. My heart was racing. Thank God it's on film. And then, you can watch it later. Yeah. It was it was just incredible. And oh then he God. gave me uh, the ring that we picked out together oh. and we went and had pizza with my grandmother, who's 90, and told her. Oh and, my god! Um, yeah, it's so it's sweet. Been, it's been incredible. Once ev- <sighs> it's really, really beautiful. It's it's a beautiful. Wait, show gesture. the ring. Show the ring. Oh my god, it's gorgeous! Wow, it's, it's a big it's, fat honking stone, guys. It's pretty big. It's, big it's stone, as big y'all. as my pinky nail, and my pinky nail <laughs> is no. Sorry, it's as big as my thumbnail, which is my biggest nail. You have small nails. I do have small nails, but for mm. for a ring to be the size of my thumbnail. That's pretty big. She's big. She's a big oh, girl. I'm just but, so happy you know, for you guys. And it's just so like, you. oh my God, I want to see the video. You should post it on the Insta. You should post the whole thing on Insta. Maybe I will post our engagement on Insta. Wait, you could actually, sorry to sorry to be so annoying that I'm going to say this. You could probably cut it down and put it on TikTok and it would go viral. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go viral for being in gagged. Engaged. Which I realize is not our purpose. Our purpose as women and as comedians and people with dreams is that we want to be recognized for our talents and not just for being engaged to a man. Right. I totally get that. However, it feels good to go viral. It feels fucking good. Yeah. It feels great. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, damn, this is why everybody does this. It's uh-huh. really good. Mm-hmm. That is exactly mm-hmm. right. Well, everyone who's listening, um, just wish Lauren a very happy life. I know she's going to be so happy with Nick. And also, let's hope that I get to be a bridesmaid. Um, Lauren's not sure yet if she wants to have bridesmaids. And I also will say that I don't crave 
the responsibility of a bridesmaid. I just want to show up and do the fun stuff. and But also, obviously, be there for you and support you. Duh. Yeah. This is coming off really bad. Our last three podcasts, I've just absolutely dug a hole for myself. I'll just say anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm very happy for you Everyone guys. Everyone thinks you're a jerk. Everyone That's thinks I'm true. a fucking dick. Fuck. Okay. Should we let our guest in? Absolutely. Let her in. I can't wait. For, I can't wait for you guys to meet her. She's fucking sick. She's amazing. And I don't mean ill. Listeners, we have for you today such a special guest. She is a stand-up comedian and a writer from Brooklyn. You know her from Kuti Gang on PBS and from all over this damn town. Give it up for Zuby Ahmed. Welcome, Zuby. Welcome, Zuby. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for um, waiting in the waiting room for a second because Lauren was telling the story of how she got engagged and um, mm-hmm. we just had to uh, <laughs> had to hear the ending. Look at that ring. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, you said engagged. That's right, baby. Okay. Okay. She's I was stacked. like, w- which happened? I can't do that anymore. Oh, um, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. This is my first pod as an engaged person. So and I'm going to be first totally engagement. different. And it's That's my wild. first. This is Lauren's your first f- engagement <laughs> and first podcast. <laughs> your first wow. one is mm-hmm. is the best one, I think. It's the best you know? one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been engaged before, Zuby? I have not. I'm still waiting. Mm, still waiting. Someone, someone put a ring on it. Guys, she's so single. Can- Wait, are you single? <laughs> yeah. You're single, Fringle, mm-hmm. looking to mingle? Single, mm-hmm. single dingle. I have um, a single dingle dingle. No one's ever done a call and response with Eileen to that, and she's called every person on this podcast single fringle dingle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's ever played with her. So thank you, thank you for that. You're welcome. I don't you know, know. Maybe I'm you. Here. Maybe there's something here. Oh right. My <laughs> oh my god. I'll step out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I am single. I actually recently deleted all the apps because I was like, I can't wow. take this fucking shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you running into like a lot of toxic people, or was it more just like this is annoying? You can't get to know anyone. I think I um discovered that I'm also toxic. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Being toxic is crazy hot when it's yeah. That's cr- <laughs> Let me just say, being toxic is this week's a theme. trigger word for crazy mm-hmm. hot. <laughs> yeah. So, what yeah. about um, you? Is toxic? I'm dying to. Know. Um, I think that I'm just like any any of the men that I have, <gasps> or, um, you know, the people that I have dated and have been, um, like kind of in love with. I've always fallen for those types where it's like. They keep you at a distance and then like will love bomb you and then mm-hmm. be like, well, deuces, whatever. And I think that that it's not that I do that with the people that I really like. You do that with the people that you kind of are just fucking around with. And then I thought about it. I was like, that's not nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You can't just you can't just do that with with people. And I because I also recently like went through a breakup and stuff and after my breakup I like just got back on the apps and I was like looking for you know the easiest thing you know to mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um one guy was like oh um I really like to spend time with you blah blah, blah. and I was like I know like, like no. I know and then I was like oh, like, I am actually the problem here because, like, I'm, like, entertaining these people who 
might have feelings for me or whatever and might want something Mm -hmm. um, more down the line, but I already know that I don't, so that's fucked up. And I was like, I just need to get off these apps because I'm going to continue being this horrible person and I don't want to hurt people the same way I've been hurt. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. We're wow, just- okay, that's, that's so gross. Big. Yeah, that's so big okay. of you. That Hello. is that proves that you are not toxic, I think. Like you recognize this mm-hmm. behavior and then you were like, you know what? This isn't cool. I'm going to stop it. Although I would also say that like I think it's fine if all you're looking for is a hookup, like as long as you're like, you know, honest about it and maybe maybe you were toying with them because you know what sometimes it feels good to just like have someone like you i get it Mm -hmm. yeah Um, no i i mean like when i want to just hook up i make it very clear right um but you can't control how other people feel about you that's the thing yes exactly go in a lot of the times just being like hey this is just you know we're just fucking like this is that's all it is Mm And you can't control how that other person responds to that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they might just feel like, well, I'm kind of into that, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but they take it in the wrong way. Um, so I was just like, let me just cut out all this bullshit and let me just stop it. Um, I mean, like, maybe I can meet someone organically. If not, I'm chilling. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm out here. OK, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you can't help if every single person that you sleep with falls deeply in love with you. Like that <laughs> is not something you can control and nor mm-hmm. should you. It sounds like you're doing something right. Very captivating. <laughs> Wait, well, I think this is a great point, Eileen, that we should kind of um glide into our next question and really the most important question for Zuby because we're on the precipice of it and Zuby that question is why are you so so hot hot? and what is your deal and why and what so like it can be physical it can be like you know mentally emotional like what is it that draws people to you Mm -hmm. as a person um I think I'm hot because I literally just seek fun mm-hmm. like i i know there's a time to be serious and there's a time to b- play and all that listen i'm a capricorn i <laughs> okay you literally read my mind because in my mind i was thinking i was like oh maybe she's a sagittarius that's what i was sitting here nodding being like oh mm, sagittarius maybe scorpio i don't know okay, you capricorn. but as someone who has no clue apart from their own mm-hmm. what what is capricornish about yes, that yes tell us um, it's very work hard, play hard. And I like now with the pandemic and everything, I've just been like, I'm not wasting my time not having a good time, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, like, yes. Amen. There's absolute, especially if I put in so many fucking hours going to school, freaking networking on all this shit, being unhappy and in bad places and stuff like that. I'm not ever going to, if I feel like I need to dip because the energy or the vibes of some place is just not serving me, I'm out, you know? Get out of there. Same thing She's looking like, to leave. Yeah. Ruby's looking to leave. <laughs> like, literally give me a reason to leave this party right I'm now. I'm looking to leave. leave. Yeah. No, but for me, it's, it's, it's really just give me a reason for me to stay because I love, I love mm-hmm. meeting people. I love hanging out. I think that that's like one of the things about me is that like, I really love people, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I will, I will always find the best in people. But if you give me a reason 
to side eye you even a little bit, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna be like, nah, I'm gone. I'm mm-hmm. I'm good, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. When people show you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. When people tell you who they are, you believe them. Do you think, Zuby, that you're the type of person that's like, um, if someone wrongs you, it's like d- done, like, like they get one chance, kind of, or not really. Um, that's a good question. If someone, I feel like. I've never really been in a situation where mm-hmm. someone has wronged me unless if it was like uh like a relationship mm-hmm. type of deal mm-hmm. but um they probably tried to wrong you and they turn around and you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. so true. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Like I think mm-hmm. like before I even realize that I'm being hurt by this person or whatever, I'm already like I'll just fizzle out. Like my relationships if they're just not fun anymore like and I mean fun in a sense of like I'm not growing and I'm not learning something from them and we're not you know um growing and learning together and all that stuff I, I'll kind of just like fizzle out you mm-hmm. know like every mm-hmm. like things will just be like well I guess you know but it's also like no hard feelings you know like if there's anything that you feel like you need to come to me for like I'll I'll be there but you know it's just understand that this relationship is not the same as it used to be mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so but with my exes it's i i will i don't know how people be talking to their exes mm-hmm. like oh my god like, same like people are like best friends with their ex how are you doing that i i've never Mm-mm. i like don't even have to block these people but because like i'm mentally already like not thinking about them and mentally like, blocked I'm already, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm the opposite. <laughs> like, if you break up, you think about I, them all the time. I don't think about them all the time, but I've run into trouble before being like, um, you know, trying to be friends with my ex. And they're like, listen, this is fine by me, but like my current partner doesn't like this. Or I've tried to like come back and be friends way too soon. Mm-hmm. And I've had my intentions misconstrued. Like, what are you trying to get back with me? And I'm like, no, you know me better than most people. Right. Mm-hmm. I just want to be friends. Like, when I pick you to be in my life, unless they do something bad. You know, I've been lucky enough to not have relationships that were like, the person is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want you in my life in some way, like, forever. Wow. And in the same hand, people that have been really, really, like, bad for me and toxic, I will let back in. M- multiple more t- like to an extent where I'm like wow I'm surprised I did that mm-hmm. but I sugarcoat everything I contextualize mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. like oh well she was having a really hard time and she didn't know about her relationship right. so it's okay that she like stonewalled me mm-hmm. wow Lauren oppose it yeah yeah that's I I well also I haven't had an ex in like I mean I've been my boyfriend for like eight years so I'm like mm-hmm. all my exes are like I was like 20 years old so it's like mm-hmm. in like 19, like we were in college, like I'm not friends with them. But if I saw them, I would say, hey, like I'm not, you know, I'm bad terms with them or anything. But I agree mm-hmm. that like I, I don't understand how you can break up with someone and immediately just go back to being like best friends. Like, don't you need space? Like I've never I'm not proselytizing being best friend. I think yeah. that's like that's a weird blurring of the Mm -hmm. lines i think it works for very few people but to be like friends and you know you know that you've had your thumb up this person like truly i want to know if you get a new car my my hand's been up you Uh, my hand's been up you all right i don't want to see these other people i've never even had one pinky in their mouth i've had parts of me flip-flopped all over you oh my goodness okay anyways so zuby you are okay so you work hard you play hard 
work hard play you're at the party you're at the club Mm -hmm. you're looking you're like make this worth my time Mm -hmm. um that's very hot i love that you don't waste you don't mess around you don't waste your time we love that um Mm -hmm. any what else about you do you think draws people to you um i think i have a very nice smile you have a great smile Um, true it's I, i i've gotten from people that's very welcoming and sometimes i'm like i like i don't always want that you know because sometimes mm-hmm, i'm like mm-hmm. i want to be a little bit menacing mm-hmm. like i want people to think twice <laughs> before yeah. they're just like hello mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we've had but, some friends of the pod some guests of the pod who have run into that issue as well mm-hmm. where yeah. people people will talk to them on the subway and get to the point where they're like, well, I'm just I'm just going over to return these pants. And then I don't you know, and they're like, I did not solicit this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you. Um, yeah, because I don't think of you as menacing at all, but um, I know. Damn it. Now I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, but I think that you do because you do have a very welcoming like aura to you kind of like you do feel very warm. Um, but I get it also like sometimes you're just like I want resting bitch face like I want people to leave me the fuck alone mm-hmm. yeah. I totally feel that I can I can turn it on in the street I mm-hmm. feel like like mm-hmm. yeah um, people will not like like strangers don't come up to me to like start a conversation or anything like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, but yeah like it's 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 helped me to just be able to turn it on and off mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. when the event calls for it totally i remember so we we know each other just like from the comedy scene but i think you were on the sister wife show one time right yes i was yeah that years ago now oh my god <laughs> crazy feels like it right it does <laughs> it feels like it um tell us about like your journey through comedy like what do you think is like your comedic voice and what to you is like the the funniest stuff um so i started comedy like i i wanted to write that's all i Mm -hmm. really wanted to do but i didn't have any formal training what did you want to write like tv or like i wanted to write tv yeah and um how did you know that yeah uh so i had always been writing as a as a kid you know uh journaling was one of the best ways for me to get my anger out Mm -hmm. because I was a very 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 angry kid like that's the thing about like a person who has like a very like outwardly nice warm and a welcoming um demeanor you don't know the fucking shit that's in here Mm -hmm. that's like Mm -hmm. you know like I definitely had really bad anger issues rage as well um which was like really bad like I would Oh my god, I broke like so many hairbrushes. <gasps> I've broken Did you break them monitors. like like this? Like No, I would just like Eileen's bang like doing it a breadstick, yeah, breaking of a breadstick table maneuver. or something like that. And oh, wow. it would is literally like you know how it, like like Hulk would hulk out? It felt mm-hmm. like that where it was like I You became... mean Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Mark Ruffalo out. <laughs> All right. Please call him Mark Ruffalo cuz I'm I get confused. <laughs> What a bad fucking casting! I know the least intimidating. So you would man. Mark Ruffalo. It's like right, you yeah. might as well have. It might as well have been Paul Rudd. Come on, <laughs> truly. Um, yeah. No, it it could have been like freaking. Who's the guy that Kevin Kevin Bacon? 
No, well, <laughs> it make even more. Kevin Bacon always seemed a little like crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who was the guy that did Jay and Silent Bob? Kevin. Uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> I almost said Kevin Hart. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. I don't know. Kevin, you know the guy who did Kevin James. Anyway, no, I don't. Anyway, it could have been. I mean, it might as well have been Kevin James yeah. too. Anyway, right. sorry, he Zuby. has such a sweet face. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had this horrible rage issue where wow. I felt like you know I would turn into a whole different person, mm-hmm. and now I've like to- like calmed down so much. Mm-hmm. But there would be those mm-hmm. moments where I'm like, oh my god, who have I become? Yeah, you know what would set you off, Zuby? Was this like as a kid you felt this way? It was really yeah. It was as a kid. Um, I think, like, it was, you know, family bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really have the space to express yourself. Mm-hmm. I grew up in an immigrant Muslim home, you know. Um, never even really had my own space because my bedroom would be used as, like, I like I even have a joke about, like, you know, your grandma's in your room, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shared my room with, like, my grandma. My mm-hmm. uncles from Bangladesh would come and take over my space all the time. So, like, I felt very, like constricted a lot of the times Mm -hmm. and didn't have the space or the environment really to um express myself and because like creativity wasn't really like it was encouraged by my parents I'll say this my parents really encouraged me to to be in the arts to do the arts and like you know draw write whatever um they never stopped me from any of that but because they were immigrants they didn't really understand like oh maybe we could take her to the ymca or maybe we can you know send her to summer camp or something like that where she can like nurture these like creative sides of her and stuff like that um so because those resources were like kind of hidden away from from kids like me kids growing up in new york like me um we just didn't have you know the the healthy coping mechanisms so that was that was really all that i could do was like rage out and then write about it mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah wow so yeah so that's what were you, writing were you like ever watching tv one day and you were like i want to write for that show yeah it was actually arthur um <gasps> and it oh wasn't <laughs> i love arthur I right love arthur. they just they just ended it Wait, were they making new episodes? Yeah. This whole time? They, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yep. God. Arthur dealt with all the issues. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. any Palestine. Of them since Wait, are you serious? COVID. They dealt with COVID? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, DW died from COVID. <laughs> Fuck, that's how it ends. DW you died. remember? <laughs> Mr. Ratburn died. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Muffy dead. All of Muffy, them. Muffy. <laughs> yeah. Francine. Francine was definitely my fave. I loved Francine. No, Francine's getting like platelets. Wait, who's Same. the rich one? Muffy. Muffy, Muffy yeah, was yeah, yeah, getting yeah. platelets. She got like a blood transfusion, so she lived. Muffy gets fillers <laughs> under her eyes. Mm-hmm. Botox. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, so you were watching Arthur and you were like. Yeah. I, I remember like, yeah, I remember like one of the big things in my house was like we had to read. We had to read a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um my parents were always just like if you have nothing else to do i mean this was pre-internet too you know mm-hmm, if you have nothing mm-hmm. else to do you know read but you know there would be times where i'm like oh well, arthur is on so i'm gonna watch arthur and i remember like i was pretending to read while arthur was on and my mom was like why are you pretending to read it's not like you can uh, write for a show like arthur and i was like you can write <gasps> you write for tv 
Wow. I thought it was all improvised. I thought people just went into the studio and like. <laughs> That's awesome. Talk their shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like making this up. That's this is really happening. Wow. Yeah. Like, people write. Yeah. I did not know that. It was crazy. How and old then, were you when that was happening? I think I was like nine, okay, nine cool. years old. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I want to fucking write for Arthur. Obviously. <laughs> I think they would have, um, they should have had, like, a child write an episode. I think that would have been really fun. Um, Yeah. What do you think is, like, okay, so if you were to, like, be hired to write on a TV show now, like, what show would be, like, the show you want to write on? Um, Never Have I Ever. (gasps) Yes, Mindy Kaling. Yeah, and I think that she did a better job with this show than her own show. (laughs) With the Mindy Project? Yeah, which I love yeah. the mini project mm-hmm. too, but oh my god, this show has been so fun for mm-hmm. me to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, for obvious reasons, you know, like there's a representation mm-hmm. and all that, like seeing a brown teen girl again with her rage issues. I was like, this is. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, this was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is so relatable, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I was just like I, I like I love that show right now, and I I watched the entire second season in like one sitting. So mm. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love, I love to that. write for that. Yeah, it's such a cool feeling to feel seen by a show. Mm-hmm. Feel like I could I could have made that, or someone who might be my soulmate maybe made that. Mm-hmm. I felt that with Thirty Rock. I was like, did someone get in my brain and make this? <laughs> and and when you're watching a show that that almost feels like it's yourself speaking back to you, Mm -hmm. but like your highest self. And you're like, that's so funny, Lauren. Yeah. It it almost feels like it's just reflecting out of my brain and back in. It it feels incredible. I felt that way about Brooklyn nine, nine too. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is so funny. And this just, Mm -hmm. this feels like, this feels like me, even though I fucking Mm -hmm. hate cops. Like, (laughs) yeah, Mm -hmm. I well, I should say Zuby also that like you, I mean, I'm, I know that you know this, but, like, it's totally not impossible for you to write on that show. Like, you should do it. You should get in touch with Mindy Kaling somehow. Tweet at her. Absolutely. Be like, send her a DM. DM her. Be like, listen, here's my spec script. Please. You know? Like. Yeah. It really affected me. I mean, I know that. I know you know all that. But, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should, you're t- it's totally, like, possible. Like, you can do it. Like, it's within your reach, you know? Mm-hmm. It's right there. Oh, anyway. Eileen, you're great it. at that. Thank you so That's much. That's Eileen's, like, one of her superpowers is. Well, I just like to. She's like, why not today? Why, why not? not you? Yeah, yeah I, in exactly. the words, I love that. I used to have my home screen on my phone used to be a quote by Mindy Kaling, which was, she said, like, your motto should be, why the fuck not me? And, like. That should be all of our mottos. Why not us? Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. someone's doing it, mm-hmm. why not? Why not us? I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait for something. you to realize that we're the best so, people in the world. Zuby, yeah. give us some. Um, you grew up in New York. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? I grew up in East New York. Um, the, 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 how do I, like, conceptualize this? So, like, I want to say like 15, 20 minute drive from JFK. Nice. Almost. Well, that's kind of far. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like right off the A train. So if you took Mm -hmm. the A train all the way to 80th Street, that was where 
that's where we uh, live. And my parents still live there. So, where and where do you live now? I live in Bedside now. Nice. What stop on the train? Um, it's the Broadway. No, Myrtle Broadway JMZ. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. cool. So I'm again bordering like Bushwick and Bed Bedside. Nice. Yeah, we love the Schwick. As we like to say, I used to live in Bedside, but I lived off of the G. Yeah, I'm always saying that. I'm okay. always saying the Schwick. Schwick. Um, cool. <laughs> How has like, okay, so TV writer, that's like your dream. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. But you do a lot of stand up and you're so funny. And how has it been? Like, when did you start stand up? What made you want to get into it? Um, I started stand up around 2016, I want to say, yeah, because uh, I was, I started with like improv, I, I started with sketch writing and then improv at UCB and I was like, I'll never do stand up and then started doing stand up. Yeah, it kind of just happens to yeah. all of us somehow. Yeah. You just you 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 go you find Laughing Buddha and you pay oh my your five dollars get your five dollar drink. <laughs> Wait, my <laughs> first show was also at Laughing Buddha and I was the only woman there and it was surprisingly not as awful as I was expecting. I was like literally mm. the only woman in the room. Like yeah, and they were the guys were actually pretty supportive considering it was an yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like an all male audience like mm. better than I thought. And then they bring out the food at the end. Because they're like, wow. They have food? Yeah. Okay. So if you don't leave, if you At stay. At Climate Lounge? This was, um, Lounge this was the Laughing Buddha. Oh, okay. Okay. If you stay the whole time, like at the very, very end, they bring out free food and it's like the because they want people to stay the whole time, you know, because a lot of comics will like come and like do their five and then leave, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's the reward is if you stay, they give you like a microwave pizza or something, you know, like some like not, you know, nice food, but whatever. They (laughs) they used to give us if you stay the whole um, the whole time, they used to give us um, or they would raffle away notebooks or like chips oh. so you can go up earlier or yeah i think that was it yeah they gave out okay. notebooks nice wow. why do they want comics to stay the whole time it felt like more of an audience yeah. almost because mm-hmm. so, if people are coming and then they're just doing their bit and leaving like there's already like hardly anyone in the audience so then if all the comics mm-hmm. leave it's like you're performing for like three people right but i think it's also don't you have to pay five dollars to do your five minutes it's five dollars, and then it's also five. Like you have to buy a drink too. Oh my god! Yeah, those guys, those so idiots. Annoying. Sorry, Laughing Buddha. We do not sponsor your. Yeah. This doesn't sound Buddhist at all. Yeah, <laughs> nothing Buddhist about that. Buddha would not be laughing at any of the jokes I heard gonna, there that night. <laughs> I'm gonna make a club that's like peaceful Zen club for comedy and enjoyment, and I'm gonna make it a hellhole. Like it, really, it could be what. <laughs> What um? What's the one we always make fun of, Eileen? Uh, um, the basement one that I always oh, make oh, fun of. Oh, the food. triple crown, the triple crown. All right. Oh my yeah. god! I Rebranding. There yeah. as peaceful spa like <laughs> comedy. I'm empowering comedy. Wait, center. you guys, can we get sued if we're talking <laughs> shit about the triple crown like every day? <laughs> no, but you have to say you have to say it's all um, anecdotal, allegedly. 
<laughs> Speaking of getting allegedly, sued, the um, Triple Crown is the worst place in New York for stand up. Allegedly, anecdotally, anecdotally, allegedly. and allegedly, I'm going to cut all this. If out. you eat any of I'm their kidding. food, you're you have a prolapsed butthole. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> um, speaking of lawsuits mm-hmm. and business, mm-hmm. um, Zuby, we are involved with a company that we have to read an ad for and we're very ashamed. We're very and ashamed. I am full of dread. Full of dread. And I am full of regret. Okay. Um, but we have to say it. Because you're getting and your so money. Here it goes. This is your sponsor. Because we're making the money. It's money, okay. honey. It's, you know what? It's, it's money. money, honey. <laughs> Sorry. And here it is. Did you love Bo Burnham's inside? And you know that you were just as talented? Yeah, duh, you are. Bo used his guest house and thousands of dollars of tech equipment to produce his special, and that is not something that most Americans have. But what most Americans do have is a toilet. From the makers of Ring Digital Doorbells comes Toilet Star, a ring light camera and microphone that automatically start recording once it senses you are done fudge fudge lemonading. Think about it. Your singing sounds best in the bathroom. It is a room no one will ever interrupt you in, and it's where you have your best ideas. Get your Toilet Star for the special price of just $69 with code TURTLEHEADING at checkout. Ride your toilet to Hollywood, babe. It's your time to shine. Toilet Star. Wow, I am we're so sorry. so beyond sorry. Ah, As a that. person who's engaged, I shouldn't have to do th- belittling work like this anymore. That is, that's horrifying. That's one of the worst ads we've ever had. It's honestly, I think it's the worst. Honestly, uh, I mean, it might be the worst, but I think that this might be, you know, their chance to get a huge clientele. Like, this is... Yeah! I'm definitely going to be purchasing one. Oh, my God. Thank you. I think... As soon as... Well, and thank you, do you guys have a code? App. We do. Yeah, yeah, turtle heading. Code turtle heading. Okay. Oh. To, to lock in the $69.99 price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty nine cents off. Nice. Yeah. Um, They have their own app like TikTok. So when you get on the Toilet Star, it will record and post automatically to TikTok. TikTok. And they're hoping to be the new TikTok. Amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm. Speaking Mm -hmm. of TikTok, Zuby, I don't know if you can tell, but we're absolutely obsessed with TikTok on this app, on this on this pod. I mean, Um, do you have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok. You do because I think that you've shown up on my for you page, and I'm like, wait, oh. I know, I know her. Wait, what's your what's your TikTok? Um, it's the same as my Instagram. It's at chopzuby. Chopped. It's chop, just chop. Chop, zuby. Yeah. I'm looking you up right like now. Like chop suey. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, what? You've had a few viral videos. I feel like. Yeah, I think the ones that went viral were about me running away from home. Um. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> we have to hear about this. Please tell us about you running away from home. <laughs> of course. Um, it's so annoying because TikTok is like, once they find your niche, they're like, this is the only thing you can talk about. Okay, like, yes. Just change your name mm-hmm. to run away from home, girl. <laughs> People do that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, no, but like, I want to be like a comedian. <laughs> It is literally the most unpredictable algorithm. Like some of my videos do super well for like no apparent reason. And then I try to make a video that's like, oh, I'm like, oh, I should make this a series. The other ones do terribly. Like it just and then you do trends and some of them blow up and some of them are like, this is crap. No one will ever see this. 
Yeah. And some of yours get weirdly taken down, Eileen, when they're not lewd yeah, at all. Yeah, I've had a lot of them taken down. But one of really? them was, well, one of them, I was telling a story about how I I work in a restaurant and a guy was asking me about one of our drinks and I said, he was like, oh, this drink has Aperol in it, right? And I said, yeah, it has a little squirt of Aperol, which again, I was humiliated that I said that in that moment because like, why would I say, oh yeah, a little squirt? Like, I was like, why would I say that? Like, why did that come out of my mouth? But then TikTok took that down because I said squirt. A cum droplet. Squirt? Oh my God. It was down for three. <laughs> yeah, it just has a little, Does this have Aperol just has a little jizz of Aperol in it. How much do you come When you come? how much do you come? It An has Aperol like half mouth. that. <laughs> yeah yeah like do you come a lot like <laughs> volume wise yeah it has like less than that <laughs> but that video was under review for three days because i said the word squirt and oh my God. anyway do you know that they're putting it in they're in a boardroom and they're like playing it over and over <laughs> yeah. and they're like it's like 12 angry men where they're like damn it there's something wrong with this <laughs> under review squirt. for three yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It's it's an accurate description of an amount of liquid, but there's something wrong, deeply yeah. flawed and unchristian. But I did think about for the rest of the day after I said that to him, I was like, why the fuck did I oh say my that? God. Anyway, um so but I agree with you that yes, it's a very unpredictable it's unpredictable. Like you just yeah. never know like what's gonna blow up. So tell us yeah. about running away from home. So <laughs> it's unpredictable. You'll never know what's going to come up. So tell us about running away from home right so now. So tell us why we should care less about yeah. you know your yeah. career. Yeah, I really no, no, just, no. I'm just interested in that now. No, it's an inter- mm-hmm. It's a it's a fun story. It's interesting. I and I am happy to share it. Um, I so right before the pandemic, my parents uh were planning on taking me to Bangladesh to like find me someone to marry because wow. again, immigrants from a country called. Bangladesh, Bangladesh, uh, Muslims, also very, like, strict and, you know, conservative and all of that. So they were, like, 30 years old. We got to fucking get her married or else, like... Wait, this was you when know, you were 30? Explode, yeah. Well, well wow. 29, I was turning... I turned 30 in, in 2020. Okay. Um, so they were, like, oh, my God, she's 30. Like, oh, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. People are going to fucking come and, like, light her on fire. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> so... Yeah. <sighs> so... They're planning to take me in March of 2020 to Bangladesh. And thankfully, um, I didn't have to go because of the pandemic. Oh my God. Thank God. Everything down. So they shut everything down. And I was like, I went to my parents. I was like, you see how God is just like, don't fucking do mm-hmm. this to her anymore. Like, stop. Um, and then my parents were like, no, we're, like there, it's a pandemic. We'll find a better way to find you a man, you know? Mm-hmm. So my grandma, who at that time was in Bangladesh, um, she introduced my parents to this matchmaker. And this matchmaker would send, like, these... Uh, you guys watch Indian matchmaking, right? Or maybe not? No. My, uh, my so, friend has been telling me to watch it for a very long time. I should watch it. Yeah, yeah so I've not seen it. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Um, if you feel the need to waste a whole bunch of your time, I do always. Definitely, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely recommend Indian matchmaking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically they they do this thing called a biodata, which is literally like your like let's say you have your Tinder profile right and you printed mm-hmm. it out, but there's also like all this other information about you, like where you graduated from school, what like how many family members you have, who what's your mm-hmm. uncle's name, and all this shit, right? So they sent these biodatas to my parents of all these different men from Bangladesh, 
and my mom and dad both liked this one guy um he mm-hmm. was a doctor and they were obsessed with him and they were like you have to talk to him you have to get to know him we want you to marry him all of this so this was like around june july they made me like facetime him and after the facetime i was like yeah no this is not gonna work out because first of all he asked me for my weight on the first no he was like so how much do you weigh and i was like what how much do you weigh dickhead go away (laughs) right like (laughs) it doesn't matter my my cousin was like you should have asked for his dick size i was like i shut up oh my god yeah take that out show me but um so then my parents my mom was like well okay like um We'll we'll see what happens. I was like, no, it's it's a no from me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so this guy ended up liking me a lot, and he like kept asking the matchmaker about me, like, oh, why is she not texting me and stuff like that. He was like a little weenie little bitch, <laughs> like asking. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not texting you because I don't want to. <laughs> oh my god um did you tell any uh, your parents this matchmaker that this dude was like oh and how much do you weigh like he's doing a doctor procedure on you and what did they say they were like oh that's you know maybe he was just nervous so he just asked you know whatever him to i was like i was asking him about his siblings like you know i started Mm -hmm. off (laughs) yeah nervous yeah he just started doing doctor stuff because he was nervous he took my blood pressure check my eyesight all of that listen i know he's listening and i want to say yeah. you're you fucked up dummy you fucked up. real you had a bad chance with yeah and mm-hmm. she's a capricorn and she <laughs> plays hard works hard <laughs> anyway um, what happened next so they were like doubling down the more i said no they were like no yeah that's a yes right you mm-hmm. want to marry him you love him you want his children and i'd be like i really don't want to touch him ever mm-hmm. um <laughs> I don't want to touch him ever. Yeah. How old was he? He was like 32, 33, I think. Okay, so like you're around your age. Yeah, around like, my was age. it the doctor? Was it the doctor thing that really had them or was it like was he from a good It was family, the doctor or? thing and everyone was like, "Oh, everyone says he's such a good man. He's like, you know, a great person, blah blah blah." But for me, here's the thing. Like I I grew up in America, right? And I have a certain viewpoint on things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's really important to me that my partner have the same viewpoints as Mm -hmm. me as like who's a little more who's liberal and and open like politically and all of that. And he was not giving me that, you Mm -hmm. know, he grew up in a whole other country where he is a little more conservative. Mm -hmm. He is, you know, he's like religious and stuff like that and i was like that's just not gonna, that's not my vibe like i love that for him but that's just not me like mm-hmm. i i don't want to have a husband who's gonna be on my ass about like praying five times a day and stuff like that yeah. like i don't i get that from my parents i don't need that from mm-hmm. my partner mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i was already just like that there, there's like Question. this opposing thing here and he was like uh, he was also like, well, like, we can, you know, what, like, I don't understand what the problem is, you know, whatever. Like, we can make things work. Um, you'll see if you fall in love. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you saying you're in love with me? Like, Who also says you'll see? <laughs> you'll see. When you're talking about love, you'll see. 
that's just a phrase you should never throw yeah. out anywhere right. in the love process. You'll see. Like, um, sir, you say that when somebody can't avoid something, mm-hmm. and let's not assume that I cannot avoid you because I can. Exactly, I can, and I did. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see. So things. Oh, she saw. <laughs> things got really bad between my parents and I. Um, at home it was just like really unbearable because like it felt like no one was listening to me mm-hmm. you know when I would be like I don't want to marry this man mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going to Bangladesh I'm not going to meet him mm-hmm. I'm not marrying him because I knew they would be like oh like we're here you might as well just you mm-hmm. might as well just marry him you know right. so this was around we're like we're here you might as well just marry him we, and uproot your we, entire life you know we came all this way yeah, and he him. likes you so much <laughs> yeah um so yeah in november i had like bouts of panic attacks and things like that and um it's horrible i reached out to my best friend and um i was like i can't take this anymore and i started planning on like escaping from home um you were still living at home at that time yeah yeah so i packed my things i started i was like slowly packing my things and um one day like it came out to the matchmaker that i was telling him to say no to me to reject me and i was like why the fuck would you tell people that like Mm -hmm. what the fuck and i feel like he knew what he was doing and i and i feel good that i know not to you know marry people just to make other people happy mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. um because that would have been a terrible relationship um if he was willing to throw me under the bus yeah just because he wasn't getting what he wanted mm-hmm. um so because of that my my parents were like going on this tirade about you know how i'm like disobedient and i'm a, i'm like never gonna get married and all this shit and that day I was just like I got to I got to leave. So I called my 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 friend and she came in the middle of the night. I took all my stuff downstairs. My dad was like cursing at me while he was on the treadmill. <laughs> he was like yelling at me. Oh my god. During the day um and then and then like things calmed down in my house like during the nighttime. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I took my stuff in a laundry bag. And because I was pretending like I was like doing laundry or whatever. So I took the stuff down in laundry bag, took everything out, threw it in her car as soon as she showed up and left, like blocked my entire family from my phone and all of that. And yeah, I, I stayed in Sunnyside for a little bit and then thankfully found this place. And yeah. In a much better place now. Holy shit! So that's... you, your family is still blocked. You're not in contact with them. Oh no, no, I'm I'm in contact with them now. I oh, okay. think like right around after we had all gotten vaccinated and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I was like talking to my mom, like you know, a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Like I'd Facetime her and stuff like that. Like around January, February, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> once we all got vaccinated, um, I like started going back home Mm -hmm. and you know there would be like times where my mom would like be like you should just come back home Mm -hmm. why are you like spending money on rent and Mm -hmm. stuff i'm like i'm just so much happier now yeah and um yeah wow that's that was good job that is so (laughs) hard to do like good for you for like putting yourself first and i don't i mean 
you know, obviously I, I wasn't raised in a Muslim culture, so I don't know about that really, but I feel like it is still important for you to like put, it's your life. Like Mm -hmm. you don't want to marry someone like, yeah. Yeah. And I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And I'm, I'm glad that you are on better terms with your parents now because that is, like, you're a grown woman. Like, you're 30 yeah. years old. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel yeah. like now like now I can, like, force them to have a better relationship with me. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, because you have some leverage. That is, that is true. I, yeah. I um, was with somebody um, and dated them for many years, and their parents are good people who – it was extremely toxic their whole life growing up living together and now that she does not live with them the relationship is everything straightened mm-hmm. out it was like the pee under the mattress yeah and once that's gone they you know people have to realize like you have no agency over mm-hmm. me yeah and it's tough but also like i just want to validate like that is mm-hmm. so, so that seems so huge mm-hmm. i can't imagine the things you had to go through like plan in your head and worry about and so um, hard and so and and you're so successful you're I mean I look at you and I'm like this is just I I take everything at face value and you never realize what people Mm -hmm. have done Mm -hmm. versus how they look to us and how you are you know you're strong beautiful successful Mm -hmm. vivacious and you did that recently like yeah. you would never know when you were talking about <laughs> it's how incredible you home, i was like oh she's gonna talk about like when she was 13 she like tried to right. away from yeah home. yeah <laughs> it's like a funny story uh, i was like oh my god no this, that's like actually pretty crazy and intense oh she just shared her whole trauma yeah. with us but um no, so wow I'm glad that you were open to that and um yeah sorry for putting you on the spot no um, no absolutely not you know what it is like i did share that on tiktok because for me i was like when i was going through it at that time mm-hmm. of like you know when you're older mm-hmm. like late 20s 30s early 30s or whatever um no one really cares about forced marriages like i'll say this like in terms of like islam and stuff like that like if there was something to be like a child bride or whatever you can find all of this information mm-hmm. on why you know, uh, uh, like, the help that you can seek or whatever. Um, But there's no community to be found around the Mm -hmm. women who are older and not trying to get married to Mm -hmm. some weirdos back home. And um, it really, it really ruins your relationship with a lot of family members. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew that I had to be, like, I had to have, like, an open communication with my siblings and with my cousins and stuff like this is what I'm going through um I don't want you to go through the same thing and a lot of the times I would stay you know I know that I could have left um like after college or something like that you know Mm -hmm. but I chose to stay because I was like oh if I do anything wrong then it'll fall on my cousins it'll fall on my um my sister or my brother, like, I don't want them to, you know, have a difficult life because of me, you know? So, and I, I shared that story because I was like, I want women to understand that your siblings, your, everyone in your life, your family members, they will figure their shit out. You need to put yourself first. Mm -hmm. There is a community around us, around women who are finding, um, 
their voice, who are finding themselves and believing in themselves and leaving toxic situations. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It's really hard, like, mentally to think, like, the people that I love so much that raised me, that made me who I am, really, are the ones who are causing so much stress and mm-hmm. um, uh, problems for me. It's hard to wrap your head around that. Mm-hmm. And once you do, you're like, okay, now what do I do to to avoid mm-hmm. um, further disruption of my mental health mm-hmm. and physical and all of that? So, yeah. Wow. That is such an important it's message. So important. That is yeah. such an important message. It's really tough when you're uh, situationally or like myself and it sounds like kind of you, Zuby, um, like caregiver-esque. Um, I, I gravitate towards that naturally and I've had to learn so many times, really at the cost of the people closest to me, that you have to put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. You can, you can fake it till you make it and take care of everyone else for a, a while until you actually are so hurt yourself that you start hurting them and then you're like, oh, I need to take mm-hmm. care of me. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really, really scary to leave them, you know, and, and do that. But but I also it's such an important message. I also want to say because you sa- you had said like, you know, you don't want like your siblings and your cousins to go through that because you feel like it would be your fault. And I don't think that's true at all. I mean, no, but you do like I don't think it's true, but um, I feel like the adults a lot of the times will be like, well, you taught them to be this way. Right, they'll use you, know? you as an example. It'll, like, exactly. you're, you're going to follow in mm-hmm. Zuby's footsteps or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I didn't want that to happen mm-hmm. either. Um, I didn't want... Um, so the other thing was, like, I didn't want, like, my siblings to not be able to go off to college, you know, or, mm-hmm. like, um, go away to college. Like, if it's, like, not in New York or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't want to stand in their way of like oh this is an example of why we need to be stricter on our other children mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. so wow. I, I did not want to be responsible for that mm-hmm. so i i wow. did just bear a lot mm-hmm. for that do you feel like that's happening now no no it's not because you know this is the shit you make up in your head <laughs> to yeah. keep yourself in the well, same place. Well, it makes sense to place. me. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Yeah. You're very thoughtful. It's very very it's out of love and and deeply caring to go through everyone else's circumstances and think, "Well, how am I going to affect them?" Yeah, yeah. my god, that's really considerate and yeah. Oh. That's so great. You did it. That's an incredible that's story. Really thank great. you for yeah, sharing thank that. You for sharing. Thank you for thank you for listening and for like finding interest in <laughs> I mean, of course. Yeah. So you live now you live in Bushwick. Do you live and you have a roommate? I have. Yeah, I have a roommate. I have two roommates right nice, now. So, nice. yeah. And you must yeah. it must just feel great to like live, have your own space. It's it's so good. Like I, I, I told you guys earlier in the um, podcast, I didn't I never had my own room. Like I was yeah. sharing. Is this the first time you've had time. your own room? Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Isn't it nice when your wow. stuff's exactly where you left it? <laughs> Don't you no one's like watching tv when you want to watch tv yeah (laughs) i was so i was sharing my room with my sister for like about 10 ish years now since like i graduated college and um i left i left the i left my house with two scrunchies (laughs) 
I have not misplaced them this whole time. And my sister will <gasps> always fight with me. Oh. Be like, oh, I don't know where your scrunchie is. Oh I didn't God. take it. Yeah, bitch, you did. <laughs> You're like, it's on I your know ankle. exactly where my scrunchie is. <laughs> Do not test me. I know where that is. Yes. Thank, Thank God I did not grow up with a sister because I am petty <laughs> when it comes to moving my stuff. I love to mm-hmm. share. But oh my God. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I have four sisters and a brother but my two younger sisters we used to steal each other's clothes all the time and my um one of my younger sisters shout out camille i know you're (laughs) listening she listens to every pod and she um recently she was like i was wearing like a so i went home and i like i okay so this is kind of my fault i went home to visit my family and I needed and to be eileen grew up on an island in maine yeah on a literal island that you can only get to by boat yeah. That is so fun. Mm-hmm. So she could think, not sneak out. But it was not. It ruined my childhood. I <laughs> was not I'm sneak very out if, because I could never mm-hmm. stay out late. I always had to go home. I couldn't sleep over. Play. I slept over sometimes, but like it was. Oh, rare. so you lived a Muslim household as well. You were, li- okay, <laughs> you yeah. were a Muslim girl. <laughs> you said it. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. So like I didn't like go out a lot or like, you know, I didn't mm. like I didn't hang out with friends a lot. But anyway, so I went home and I was like. I was I needed a shirt and so I went into my sister's room. This was like recently, like six months ago, and I was looking for a shirt, and I found a shirt and I was like, "This is my shirt that my sister stole from me, probably 15 years ago." I was like, "This is my Steal a candle. shirt." So I wear it, and then I posted something on Instagram, and she DM'd me, and she was like, "That's my shirt," and I was like, "It's not my. It's not your shirt. It's my shirt that you stole from me 15 years ago. That now I'm finally getting back." So it never ends. Mm-hmm. Never so Camille, please keep Camille. listening to the podcast. I could give you a shirt. You know um, it's actually not even my shirt. It was my friend's shirt from middle school that I stole from her. So it's actually my friend Rex May's shirt. So Rex May, if you're listening, sorry. I still have this, it. And it's in my closet right now. I have it. Eileen, I gave you a dress that belonged to some yeah, a, I old gave it friend I of gave mine. It I know who has it. And then Eileen, yeah. this person was real mean to me, real bad. <laughs> and then Eileen's posting pictures in it like in the dress looking great and i was like i hope, I hope she sees it. this freaking person sees it I and is like it. that bitch gave yeah. away my dress <laughs> anyway anyways so Zuby, okay lauren go ahead i think we're gonna say the same thing <laughs> we have um okay, go ahead sorry sorry engaged girl <laughs> please um <laughs> I just will before I think we're going to say we have some questions that we we want you to help us answer. But right before that, I want to talk about late afternoon. Okay. Yes. Because late afternoon is Mm -hmm. dark and I want you to actually tell us about it. But first, I want to know where you went to college and you majored in theater. You majored in lighting. History. Okay. Okay. So I was spot on. We'll we'll talk about. Yeah. All of that. (laughs) Because it looks like you 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 know a lot about like TV and film because you're producing this show. Um, yeah. So uh, what I, I I my undergrad was in history. I went to Fordham University um, and got my degree in history. And then um, in 2017, I went back to school. I got my master's degree in TV production. Um, so that's where all that knowledge comes from. And yeah. Um, the late afternoon was basically my like baby talk show that I was filming right before the pandemic. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just all that kinetic energy <laughs> or potential energy just like <laughs> um and it was it was such a fun show to write and to shoot. I had these uh three brown girls like who were right out of college as well who were like trying to get into comedy writing one of them like writes for reductress and stuff like that so i was like yeah let me get these girls on you know they understand my voice very well so they they wrote um a a lot of the questions for the guests and a lot of the um i I forgot what like what else is on the show but like uh, they wrote like the Mm -hmm. jokes and things like that too Mm -hmm. and it was so much fun i had such a good time doing it um the producing aspect of it was a little stressful obviously um because i was working with this um Bangladeshi network basically and you know god bless my people but they be some lazy bitches you know? <laughs> <laughs> i hate to say it but sometimes I'm like how the fuck did we win that war against pakistan because yeah. i don't think we want to fucking work or yeah. fight a war. Oh <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, can you please get your gun? Just please. <laughs> just kill somebody. Bilal, now is not a time for a nap. And yeah. tea. Like, come on. No, we're all tired. We're all tired. <laughs> they're shooting free sketch. at us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they're going to shoot you. <laughs> no, the hospital is not nice. You don't want to take a nap there. <laughs> but yeah that's uh what late afternoon was and i thought about continuing it but i think i'm um I, i'm on the to this uh not working bullshit now oh like, my god literally same. i don't want to like, do it i never fucking want to work again i i literally bitch about it every episode i'm like i'm so pissed that i like have to work to live just to afford right? to be alive. <laughs> it's stupid i hate it it's rude anyway honestly we are too hot to work we're too hot i'm too hot to work (laughs) i have a medical condition (laughs) too hot too hot hot to work i don't know what to tell you suddenly Mm -hmm. arranged marriage doesn't sound so bad no i'm kidding (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding to the doctor (laughs) eileen you would be the literal worst i arranged with somebody who you hated oh because you are never. so blunt yeah. and you would be like i, would I literally hate I you would make their life living hell yeah thank um, god my boyfriend is so, nice to me anyway <laughs> um okay so we have a really really um throbbing <laughs> penis <laughs> I don't know why. Where am I going why with this? Why did you use the word throbbing? We have a throbbing know. penis. The people <laughs> that write to us, mm-hmm. we have our fingers on their pulse, and their pulse is throbbing. Okay, and okay. Um, that's what I was trying to say. And they have burning questions, Zuby, that we need to ask you, and we would like you to help us answer them. I love that. Um, you are somebody who is clearly a kind human oriented genius um who is doing crazy hard things and also being like and i still got it like that and you know what (laughs) people need a little bit of that in their life Mm -hmm. um so without further ado i would like to now read this letter i'm not really crying (laughs) that was so good i think everyone thought you were crying 
Yeah. Did you guys ever fake cry to get attention? Did you guys yeah. do theater? You did. Yeah. That. You have better ways to get attention than No, that. I never used to fake cry. No, yeah, we did theater. Zuby, you did theater. Right? I didn't do theater. I wish I did. But you did sometimes. lighting. That's how you know lighting. Um uh, well I did I did everything basically and in my when I was at Brooklyn College for TV production they had to ta- teach us like literally all sides of Dude, production. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> That's so cool. Did you, you watch Do you like shows that are about TV production like the the new Unreal. what's the Apple one? Unreal or the Apple one with Reese Witherspoon? Oh, was that Morning Show? Morning, morning show. show. Yes. Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Isn't Steve Carell yeah. in that too? He is. He plays that he plays gross, gross guy. guy. That, mm-hmm. Very hard to watch because he's not supposed I to be know. gross. He probably likes it branching out from you know. Yeah. He watched. smashes a TV real good when he gets caught being a pervert. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I just know that he's the bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he rips his TV off the wall. <gasps> um, it looked really cathartic. Really, just cathartic. like when Jan smashed his plasma screen with the Dundee. Mm-hmm. Exactly right, Eileen. Um, so here's our first letter. Dear Crazy Hot, I went over to my friend's house the other day, and it was an absolute mess. Clothes were everywhere, bits and bobs all over the tables, dishes in the sink. Maybe not an absolute disaster area, but definitely more dirty than I am comfortable with, and dirtier than I would ever let my own home get, especially if I were having outside guests over. My friend seemed to know and was apologetic. We hung out and she ordered takeout and it was fine, but I couldn't get over how messy she was letting her space get. Should I say something? I am a little offended that she invited me over while her apartment was so messy, but I do know that it's not my place and maybe I should just keep my mouth shut. Help. Signed, Neat Freak. Nice. Um, Okay, I will start by saying I'm also a Neat Freak, um, but I don't think that there's any reason for neat freaks to get offended um because this person did use the word offended by it Mm -hmm. um i don't think there's any reason to be offended by someone else's space being um dirty or just not as neat as you would keep a place right i just feel like there's so much going on in the world Mm -hmm. you know we need to learn to be a little more forgiving of our friends Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. if it's their own space that they're making a mess of Mm -hmm. you know and they were nice enough to have you over even if it is messy i mean i think it's it's none of your business and i think that if you're concerned for maybe her mental health Mm -hmm. um because you don't normally see her space like being as messy or whatever um but i don't think there's any reason to be offended by it you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. that's such a good that's a perfect answer literally everything have you been a therapist are you a therapist because you're amazing at advice thank you i appreciate i have been in therapy so nice nice <laughs> okay zuby it shows it shows <laughs> we can tell okay. the minute someone steps onto our pod have they been in therapy and most often the answer is yes yes and okay we love we love therapy we're huge advocates for therapy mm-hmm. it is actually what helped me realize um that i needed to leave from my mm-hmm. parents' home, you know? Mm, wow. Because I was, I think yes. that at that point, I was just like Stockholm Syndrome, you know? I was like, yeah, this yeah. is fine. <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, yeah. that's so difficult it's so when hard. it's your parents. It's, it's your parents, and it, yeah. and you know? Like that is not... that they want... It's clear that they want what's best for you. Exactly. Which, you know, yeah. is not always the case. Like, clearly they did... They were doing what they thought 
was best yeah. for you. Yeah. But it's not, it's still, it doesn't matter. Like it, it wasn't serving you. And yeah, no, but it's so hard because we love our parents. Mm-hmm. We want to make them proud. And like, at some point it, we have to be like, no, like we're grown women and we have to make our own choices now. And it's like, yeah. that's kind of mm-hmm. scary too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And life is what it is. You know, it's it going it to give is. you your wins. It's going to give you your losses and you kind of just have to mm-hmm. take them. Mm-hmm. And she took right. it like a and- champ. Boom. We're so proud of you. <laughs> We're so proud of You're you. Amazing. Um, I really liked your advice, Subi. I think the word tolerance came to my mind when I was, when I was listening to you guide this person about this is not your t- taste, but being tolerant is literally being able to be gracious and sit with other people's choices, mm-hmm. beliefs, mm-hmm. um, but I also think you're spot on if this person's home does not usually look like this. Maybe mm-hmm. what you're really feeling is, hey, I'm worried because there's change happening and that's worrying me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you refocus that on them in an altruistic way instead of wanting to comment on, you know, I'm very guilty of like, I want to comment on this just because it's bothering me and it's not for the other person, but I'll make it sound like it. Like, are you okay? Because I want to say that your house is dirty and that's not kind. (laughs) It's not necessary. So if we flip, turn that upside down and take a minute and just sit right there and tell your friend (laughs) how they can feel inside and outside like Bel Air. That's right. Um, Okay. Here's our second letter. Crazy hot. There are ducks coming into my Shonda Rhimes themed Honda dealership. Honda Rhymes. <laughs> the ducks are coming from across the highway. They live in a pond and they are ruining my impeccably themed Honda dealership. In my dealership, there are immersive sec- sections themed like Shonda Rhimes shows, Grey's Anatomy, and Scandal. I have won a local award for my Grey's Anatomy section where we have our Honda vans and larger cars on display. I chose large cars for that section because in Grey's Anatomy, people are always getting hit by buses and vans. (laughs) Then in my Scandal section, I sell sedans because Scandal and sedans both start with the letter S. The ducks are getting into the Scandal and the Grey's Anatomy sections and they are quacking, making poops and throwing off the whole vibe. I have people coming from all across the globe to purchase Hondas for me because they are huge Shonda Rhimes fans, and these ducks are ruining my business. My sales are down 13% this month alone. Recently, the ducks completely crashed my evening event, a dramatic episode reenactment slash Honda sale called Tenny for Denny. I hired actors to play Denny Duquette and Izzy Stevens and act out the famous scene where Denny dies. Customers who attended could get 10% off of a Honda van or SUV of their choosing. The dealership was packed. Just as my actors were finishing the scene where Denny has a stroke in Izzy's arms following his heart transplant, a bunch of ducks came running out from behind a hospital curtain, quacking, shitting, slipping and sliding, and ruined everything. People laughed, of course, and my local actors stormed out because they thought our customers were laughing at him. He had farted by accident earlier in the scene. I only sold two Hondas that night. Crazy hot. I know you both grew up in Maine, and so I need it. So I need help figuring out how to handle this wildlife ethically and permanently. Thanks, Richard Richard Cucamonga. This is me. Wow. This is a real letter? Yes. Yes. It's 100% real. This got sent to us from this man. From this man. 
there's just so much to unpack here you know so much (laughs) honda rhymes wow Mm -hmm. that's that is a great sales technique i will say that like that's cool and Mm -hmm. keep doing that like that's cool yeah Mm -hmm. the ducks so this this guy's being tormented by these ducks his his famous honda dealership honda rhymes is um being ruined by the ducks coming in it sounds like and and his sales are down 13%. And he said that during his Honda sales slash acting event called Tenny for Denny, um, the ducks came in at the very end, made the actor mad, and he only sold two Honda. So now they're really hurting his business. I don't business. understand how so many ducks are getting into this dealership. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are there open doors? Like, just close the doors, it sounds like. Well, some dealerships have like a port that's pretty much always open to allow for people to test drive Hondas. Some of them are fairly open. Okay. Yeah. But I also don't understand why they couldn't just shut it sometimes or have somebody. Yeah. um, Or like maybe look out for the ducks. Maybe that can just be like kind of like one of the charming pieces of it is that like there's ducks there. Also, we both didn't grow up in Maine. I grew up in Maine, but not Lauren. Yeah, I did not grow up (laughs) in Maine. Sorry, Richard. Where did you grow up, Lauren? I grow. I grow. I, I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh She's boy! I got gassed. really. I got really drunk last night. I'm taking Zoloft for the first time, and I think it like interacted for the first time Ooh. with alcohol. So I'm Do like, you feel great on Zoloft I got, or not? It's interesting because my psychiatrist was like, "You will not feel this for at least a few mm. weeks. You cannot. It's not how it works." Mm-hmm. However. The day I took it and on, I felt increasingly less anxious. Oh, wow. Okay, great. So I don't know if it's just super strong placebo, which also happens to me, but I do feel pretty good. I had some weird side effects, like my skin completely broke out. My vagina didn't like it for some reason and was like, what is this? And I'm like, why are you even involved with this vagina? (laughs) Get out of here, vagina. But it's fine now. It was very weird. Yeah, it was like I put the Zoloft in, in it. It was like, oh, what the hell? I don't like this medicine. And I'm like, it's not for you. <laughs> you have an IUD. You have medicine. Yeah, come on. Anyways. Anyways. Um, yeah, so that's why my words are like not with me today because she blacked out last night. Weirdly. I mean, I was drinking out of a bottle of champagne, but I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pro. Um, so you grew anyways, up. <laughs> in Albany. Oh, okay. Where I am currently. Okay. Yes, did not grow up in Maine, Richard Cucamonga, but I do know how to handle ducks sometimes, but they're freaking tricky. If they want to get in your sp- mm-hmm. your space, they will try over and over and over again. Wow. Zuby, yeah. what advice would you give to Richard Cucamonga? Um, I like I, I, I was thinking, I think, along the same lines as you was like, maybe turn them into pets of the honda rhymes Mm -hmm. family you know and Mm -hmm. have them i don't know if they fit though it's like he he, richard cucamonga you seem really really intent on causing more problems for richard cucamonga (laughs) i'm just saying i don't know if the ducks will fit in uh in a perfect reenactment of the gray's anatomy hospital seattle grace or in scandal there's no ducks yeah but listen if the ducks are gonna come they're gonna come and you can either shoot them which i assume we don't want Mm. or you can just no he said ethically yeah um (coughs) close your doors i think they can they can be background actors um Mm -hmm. yeah you know these ducks maybe maybe he needs to just like 
take some classes on on duck handling. I don't know. I <laughs> at UCB. Yeah, yeah. they're offering the squirrel now. at the squirrel. They're also offering seven hundred dollars. Michael Hartney's teaching duck handling for TV. <laughs> Michael, Hartney, I really please reach out and confirm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. I can't really because I also like. The only Shonda Rhimes show that I watched was How to Get Away with Murder. Mm. So I don't really know. You can't relate to this at all. I also have never seen Grey's Anatomy or Scandal. Right. Yeah. So I'm like. And everyone's like, like, you got to watch Grey's Anatomy. And I'm. Guess what? I might. I might get around to it someday. (laughs) But I'm rewatching New Girl for like the eighth time. So I'm kind of. Oh, my God. I fucking love New Girl. I fucking love New Girl. I love it. (laughs) Love New Girl. Um, Eileen, you're like. You're like. Um. A little bit of like Schmidt energy. You think so? A little, you yeah. Because you're always like tight, nice. Yeah, I do love Schmidt. You know how he's always like. Here's the thing about Schmidt. I think he's an amazing character. If I met him in real life, I would absolutely want to murder him. Like I would never want to oh, be around yeah. him. I would <laughs> right. his guts. Well, yeah, he's kind of like frat boy. He's like barstool sports like pride. I'm the elusive a little mix bit, but he just doesn't Schmidt. like sports or doesn't reference them. Right. I think I'm the elusive mix of Schmidt and Jess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zuby, what do you I think you are? That. I think, wait, no, let me tell you. I think you're the elusive mix of Cece <laughs> and nope. Winston. Zuby, nope, don't. I think you're a little bit Zuby, Winston and a little think? bit Cece. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think I'm um, Nick, or uh, like a mix of yeah. Nick, mm-hmm. and, uh, Nick and Nick and Winston. Yeah. Nice, nice. I have like that real awkward, also stupid bitch vibe. <laughs> I love stupid bitch is my favorite vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best vibe. But also like that totally goes with, with a lifestyle of fun where you're like, I'm crazy smart, so I can pick mm-hmm. to be like a tortured genius, but I just want to be a stupid bitch sometimes. <laughs> Where you're like, oops, oops, <laughs> you knock shit over, and you're like, oops. I was dumb today. I love Nick. Though. Yeah. Oops. Also, like Winston's character today. got so weird by the end of it. I, I was like, I why is like... he this weird cat lady now? <laughs> yeah, they just like made him the scapegoat for like, oh, do we have a weird character trait we want to involve somehow? Let's give it to Winston. He'll just be like the really, mm-hmm. really yeah. fucking weird person now. No one can relate to. Especially yeah. after Coach came back, they were like, well, we can't yeah. have two cool black guys. Like- exactly. <laughs> and guess what? I don't like Coach at all. I think Coach is an asshole. Like, every- Really? Oh, my God. He annoys me so much. When he was like, when he was on the date with Cece and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm like such a cool like, Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. you're being a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I hate you. His character needed to stay in Happy Endings. Mm-hmm. He worked oh, great in Happy he Endings. He was so good in Happy Endings. Yeah. yeah. That's a show a lot of people haven't watched that people who know it freak out about it i wanted they i wanted like, to but i i kept my cool you're right yeah good job, yeah. Good job keeping your cool you're the first person i've ever met who's had that um <laughs> but you know what you don't have to keep quiet about our next round mm-hmm. okay okay we can't we can't agree on richard kukamonga's duck problem <laughs> um but we can agree that the next round is Arguably one of the most fun rounds for One us. of the most fun rounds. So it's called the lightning round. And the lightning okay. round. I'm just going to ask you a series of questions. You just <laughs> answer as... It sounded so suspect. <laughs> yeah. Okay, What's so... Um, <laughs> no. um, and you just... It's like there's no right or wrong answer. Just answer like as quickly as you can. Don't think too hard about it. Gotcha. First answer, best answer. Okay, great. Here we there go. go. <gasps> Class pass? No. Okay, cool. How do you not <laughs> cough when you smoke weed? I cough. 
<laughs> I just I just cough. That was actually just me asking for advice on how to not cough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the best way to surprise your lover in bed? Um have a body pillow in there and then uh th- they think it's you and then you come in through the door and you're like surprise. <laughs> <gasps> That would be so scary. That would be surprising. <laughs> and then they fall wow. off the bed and you have a great laugh by yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm totally going to do that. And you're aroused and they're scared. And they're scared and then you get more aroused because they're scared. Mm-hmm. And we love it. Mm-hmm. If, if, if they were doing a medical study that offered money, what one would you qualify for? A medical. Who's they? Just the Amazon. <laughs> like you know how people are like, oh, here's a study for twins. Yeah. Like you get two thousand dollars. Like what's a medical study mm-hmm. you would qualify for? Um, Hot, not insomnia, bitch. but <laughs> mm-hmm. not insomnia, but like wanting to stay up late just for that quiet, like nighttime vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the quiet oh. yeah. vibe. That's a cool question, and that's a cool answer. Thank you. <laughs> you learned a lot about you in just that one answer. Thank you. I love a cool nighttime mm-hmm. vibe. Okay, when you read plays or scripts, TV scripts, movie scripts, do you read every character out loud like you're playing all the parts? Hell yeah. <laughs> Obviously. It's the only time I'm going to get to play, you know, Winston. Uh, the main character and the supporting character. Yeah. <laughs> Pal DW and... <laughs> DW? I love DW. What's the best place to print a headshot when you're in Midtown Manhattan? Oh, that one headshot place that does it. It's like you send it to them. Reproductions? I don't even know what they're called. No, but here, you okay, send it- here's the scenario. You're at Ripley Greer. The, mm-hmm. the audition is happening in like half an hour. You have an appointment and you realize, oh, my God, I forgot my headshots. You have to print a headshot right now. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, the Staples on 8th Ave. Yeah, that's like the only answer, really. That's like where you go. Boom. Although nowadays, I went to an in-person audition and I forgot my headshot and I printed it out on a piece of paper and called it a day. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? It's COVID. It's my first. It's the first in-person audition. Mm -hmm. They better Mm -hmm. just accept this because what are you doing? Okay. Would you rather use cream sunscreen or spray sunscreen? Cream. Hmm, Do I need to give an answer of why? Okay. Um. I don't trust sprays, like, actually reaching all parts of your skin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. So that's why. I would agree with that. I also don't feel... I feel like they're not as effective. Yeah. Like, the cream is thicker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happened to the ones with the color guard that we had as kids, the purple ones that were so cool? They went on purple so you could see where it was going, and then it faded to white. I never had this. I never did that. Either. Guys, just just like come. You know how cum <laughs> goes, on, goes yeah. on purple? Okay, now and I then remember. it fades to white? Um now I remember. Thank you for unlocking that memory. <laughs> yeah, thanks for remembering. <laughs> Do you have any weird neighbors? Yeah, I would say so. Um Describe them. Uh not not here um and not even now. I remember in the 90s when I was, you know, in my parents' house, there was this um there were these like three people that lived next door to us and they were either siblings, like the two women were I I honestly don't know. They could be a lesbian couple. They could have been a lesbian couple in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. But um 
they there was this one man who would come every single morning to that house and yell out Teresa <laughs> and they would come out neither I don't think either of their names were Teresa I don't even know but they would come out and then they would go on with their day and yeah that was wait did they like talk to him yeah yeah they were like related somehow to huh. this man yeah but every morning you're like yeah. oh it must be nine o'clock he's calling yeah teresa. yeah teresa yep wow dude that's wild did he ever not come and then it scared you um i mean it eventually stopped so so he died <laughs> I, I think that's like the most natural. Oh, they no. they moved and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were pretty. They were quite old. So wow, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's wild. That's crazy. Um, oh. what's the hottest tattoo someone can have? Um, a butterfly with daggers. Okay. Ooh, where? Like daggers as wings. Um. <laughs> Okay, nice. Like right along the middle of your back, like right here. Is that what yeah. you have? Mm-hmm. Or are you just I describing don't. your own tattoo? I'm, the the <laughs> quickest thing I could think of. No, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, you should. Um, someone should sketch that. You should go to Brooklyn's hot new semi permanent tattoo place. Um, that does the tattoos for and they fade over a year and a half. Oh, okay. Wait, I want to get that. Mm-hmm. Do, yeah. do they use it's real. needles? There's there's a studio in Brooklyn. Dude, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, something was yeah. just moving. My window was like the AC unit. One of the flaps oh, was like. Is your AC going to fall no, out? No, no, The flap was just like moving in the wind. But then I like freaked me out. Anyway, do you own any artwork? Um, No, 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 I don't. What's that on the wall behind you that looks like it's in a frame? Huh. Oh, then what's I on guess. the wall then? <laughs> the hmm. fuck is that? Liar. Someone else owns that? <laughs> what is it now? <laughs> it is. I guess this is artwork. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a man pouring chai. I love that. Oh, cool. On a, on a table. Yeah. I love that. Oh, man. Okay, so you have one piece of art. Cool. That's that. cool art. And then I have like some shit that I bought off of Amazon that I'm embarrassed about. But. You can. You don't have to show mm-hmm. us, but will you describe it? And I'll cut it out. It's just for us. Unless right, you say I so- can keep it in and then I'll keep it in. So it's like the these three like um pictures or paintings or whatever and it's like the moon um and like an arch and then the other one is like the sun and the moon and then like the other one is like a sunset. Is this a twilight it's like a poster? Very, it's like <laughs> At this point I really wish it was. <laughs> and one says breaking dawn and one says I I have no idea what it means but you know. <laughs> That's not embarrassing. That's yeah, cool. that's not. That doesn't sound I embarrassing you were at all. Say you had like the Michael Jordan wall decal where he has like a basketball on each hand. Oh. That's embarrassing. <laughs> okay, and um, last question: favorite donut flavor and place to get a donut? Boston cream, Dunkin' Donuts. Nice, mm-hmm. classic, tried and true. <laughs> Standard. Do you like, like the fancy Brooklyn donut places like Donut Plant or Dough? Oh, fuck yeah. I love donuts. Like donuts are like my favorite dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, I love dough. Oh, my God. Dough I love really dough so it's much. Really but really... it's like Just go ahead. they're so thick and like you really need mm-hmm. to plan out like that, that one time of the year mm-hmm. that you're going mm-hmm. <laughs> to have it. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and they're not really yep. good like yep. the next day. So you either have to like split one with someone or be ready to like, I'm going to eat this whole fucking huge donut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like donut plant because mm-hmm. I they have like ones that have like cream in the middle. I mm. like those. Mm-hmm. It's like a Boston cream. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about mm-hmm. all sorts of flavors with different creams in the middle, Lauren. Have you ever been to donut plant? Like, have you ever been to Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> I have. I actually Good. have. I went just on Friday. See how I deflected that? <laughs> mm. Fine. I believe you. Wow. Zuby, you've been such a great guest. And we've had so much fun talking to you. Oh, thank you. It, where, the most the fun. The most fun. Where can people find you on the Soshis? Soshi Meads. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm at ChopZuby. And on Twitter, I'm at DamZub. Damn I have Zub. not changed it. Mm-hmm. And ChopZuby Or you can Google. Can zo- Google. Zuby Ahmed. Zuby Ahmed. Z-U-B-I. H-A-M-E-D. A-H-M-E-D. A-H. Sorry, I'm literally reading it from your website. So <laughs> good job. A-H-M-E-D. <laughs> Your website rocks. Oh, the cartoon caricature of you is like so flying cool. It's very cool. I, I'm like, I want to get one of those for me. There was this artist who did the artwork for our show. You guys know Pooja Reddy. Um, she's also yes. a comic in Brooklyn. Yes. Um, so we do a show together that highlights like South Asian women in comedy. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's called Kuti Gang. And this South Asian artists um did the artwork for our poster when we first launched it so that was literally just like a cutout of me from the art that she made dude that's so, so sick fly. i had a blast on your website 10 out of 10 <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> website a, would, a lot of little would come easter back. eggs Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, also, Eileen and I got cartoons of us done they by were some so loan bad. shark. They on... were so <laughs> bad i ill they looked like we were like covered in milk or something. I don't know how to describe mm-hmm. it other than that, like they were bad. really bad. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And you guys didn't post them anyway. No, we'll post them on. You know what? We'll post I'll them post for this the, episode. I'll we'll post yours and then ours next and I... to it, and people will be like, <laughs> "Wow, wow!" Yeah. I tried to fix it up on paint with the airbrush setting, and it came out even even worse. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll post it. We'll post yeah, it for we'll you, post it for not you. for anyone else. Yeah, you gotta laugh at them, yourself I want sometimes. You to know. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was comic. It's, it's not like we they were like fifteen dollars, <laughs> but like mm. it was mm-hmm. really funny when we got them. We were like, okay, we can't use this. Like <laughs> this is not good. Zuby, Zuby, you are the best. Clearly, we're both saying it. We're both. We're both saying it. it. We're all Thank you it. so much for your time. Um, and for joining us on Crazy Hot the Podcast. Thank you for today. having me. You guys are lovely. This was such a great chat. I love this podcast. Oh God, you guys. Thank you. We're all gonna hang out in Brooklyn. Hell yeah. The BK. Okay. When you get back from Albany. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. When I get my engaged ass back there and Eileen tiptoes out of her apartment <laughs> up in Washington Heights. Yep. Yeah. And we're gonna have a hang. Um, we want to see your new place. We want to see the chai art. Oh, I yeah. want to see your your Amazon art that you will not show. <laughs> to but we're gonna get we'll closer. Mm-hmm. Guys, so this guys, has been crazy has- hot. <laughs> we're crazy hot, and so are you. So join us next week when we finally freaking figure out who would be a worse Hulk than Mark Ruffalo. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye.
Yay, crazy hottie. You listened to completion. If you have questions, want to inquire about ad space, get anonymous advice, or make a declaration of your undying love for us, you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. And find us on Instagram at crazyhotshow. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you're, you're hot, hot as fuck. fuck. Mwah. Mwah. That's perfect.